He's literally going to do Ironmans for over three months. Okay. So I hear this and I know I'm just pumped and I'm ready to be all in about this. So uh, I'm telling my kids about this. I'm like telling my wife, I'm like, hey, we need to be all in fans because this is incredible. And here's the thing. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. I'm Alex Martinson, and this is the Life Performance Podcast. I got a good one for you today. I got a story. So, and there's a hint. If you look at my apparel, you will know what we're about to talk about. You actually probably saw it in the titles. You probably already know. Here's the backstory. The year was, I think it was 2013 or 14, thereabouts. And this was back when I was hardcore, vivant life, sales, traveling salesman, the whole deal. And uh, anyways, we're there and they have amazing speakers that would come in and talk to us from time to time. And so I remember distinctly this time we're going into this theater room that they had and this guy, James Lawrence is there and we're sitting down and this this guy proceeds to tell us the story of his 50, 50, 50. And if you don't know, the 50, 50, 50 was his attempt to break or rather to set a world record. It was breaking the previous record by a mile and a half. He endeavored to run 50 not run, complete 50 full distance triathlons, that is Ironman distance triathlons, in 50 consecutive days, wait for it, in 50 states. So just so you don't misunderstand me here, all 50 states, he will do an Ironman distance triathlon and he will do it in 50 consecutive days. Are you following me? This is the type of thing where if you bring this up at the family Thanksgiving table, several people listening to you will think that you must misunderstand the story. They're like, oh yeah, I I think he's a little bit confused on the facts. That is not possible. It's possible for James Lawrence. So an Ironman is a 2.4 mile swim, a 112 mile bike ride, followed by a full marathon, 26.2 miles. So for a lot of people that do these Ironman events, this is like a crowning event of their life. A lot of people, half a half Ironman, that's like a very serious achievement. So you do the full Ironman, that's a for real thing to do. And those people that do them, they maybe do a couple. And... I've stood at the finish line, by the way, of an Ironman. It was in Phoenix and it was an emotional experience. I have a story about that sometime I'll tell you, but it's incredible. I mean, these people fall across the finish line. It's like you witnessed something intimate. It's like they just brushed up against their absolute outermost boundary of their capacity. So 50 of those in a row with the added logistics of 50 days, uh, 50 states, just absolutely mind blowing. So I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm overwhelmed. That's the word. Okay. He showed video footage. He talked about the journey, um, that his family had to go on for this to all be possible. All the travel, you know, he's sleeping on a, uh, 
a rumbly, the floor of a rumbly RV all night while they drive from Illinois to Michigan. Like that was his recovery. It was crazy. It was emotional. I was emotional. I'm like overwhelmed, right? Okay. So I go take a picture with him. That picture is right here. If you're watching the video, I'll post it right here. So this is us. And anyway, I'm amazed. I'm inspired. I'm moved. I tell everybody about this. There's a documentary on Amazon Prime. Go watch it right now. So fast forward a few years, I am made aware that James Lawrence, who is called the Iron Cowboy for obvious reasons, that he is now working on his next iteration, which is the Conquer 100. And the Conquer 100 is simply that, 100 full distance triathlons over the course of 100 consecutive days. So this one would be done in his home state of Utah. So every day, Utah, the same track, the same lap, same pool for 100 days. He's literally going to do Ironmans for over three months. Okay. So I hear this and I know I'm just pumped and I'm ready to be all in about this. So uh, I'm telling my kids about this. I'm like telling my wife, I'm like, Hey, we need to be all in fans because this is incredible. And here's the thing. Like people do not know about him. He is not, he's gotten some mainstream attention, but not viral attention. Like not on the scale that you think is appropriate. You look at the, the type of people that get elevated in our society so quickly and that everybody knows about them, you know, the things that they did to get there compared to this, this is like the equivalent of landing a man on the moon. Like this is pushing the barriers, the bounds of human physical endurance beyond what anyone can even conceive of, which he already did once. And now he's doubling it. It's just absolutely incredible. So we watch this and, and every morning, uh, his wife, Sonny would go live on Instagram and it would be him in the pool. And I think they started at like 5 AM because it takes all day to do this and jumps in the pool and he's swimming and she would live stream the whole thing. And their Instagram account really functioned really well as like just the evidence for anyone that doubted because every single day of the 100 days is saved as a highlight bubble. And you can go back and look and see what, see what's there. You can go right now. And, uh, I mean, a lot happened in my life between the time that he started and that he finished. I mean, we moved. I lived in Arizona when he started. We moved across the country to North Carolina by the time he finished this thing. It's like, I was busy doing all these different things, you know? I think back to just all those days. I mean, there was the moving, there was the travel, there was the uh, all the appointments that I had, my client calls, things I'm working on, family. We went on vacations. And during all of that, quietly, James Lawrence is out there suffering because he had a very ambitious vision, a goal, and clearly feels that this is in line with his purpose. I can't get enough of this concept, this, this conversation. So part of what I want to say is that James Lawrence, Iron Cowboy, he deserves our attention. He deserves your attention. You need to follow this guy and pay attention because this is this is a rare opportunity to be witnessing this stuff as it's happening. And who knows what his next iteration is going to be, but I'm just moved by it. Okay. And one of the reasons I'm talking to you about it today is because we moved out here to North Carolina and I'm playing pickleball the other day with some friends 
and endurance sports came up and I mentioned the Iron Cowboy. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty incredible seeing the Iron Cowboy finish a few weeks ago. And I got a bunch of blank stares and I'm like, do you not know who the Iron Cowboy is? And then I feel overwhelmed because now I have the burden of explaining to people that there's actually a human being who completed 100 full distance triathlons in 100 consecutive days and trying to convince them that that's actually correct and true, that I'm not lying or embellishing. It's like, it takes energy to do this. So it's like, I got to take a big breath and like be geared up to do this. Um, so here's the thing I want to try to connect. Well, first another piece of the story, and then I'm going to connect this to a tool that I think you can use. It's a tool that I'm now using and, and, uh, several of my coaching clients are using and we're having great success with it. So stay tuned for that. Uh, the story I want to tell is about when James Lawrence finished, uh, and I wish I had the date in front of me. I think it was July. So June or July, when he finished this, this incredible event, I'm at the pool with my son crew and it was his first swim meet. And, uh, he had to wait till like really late into the swim meet before his race. And so we're sitting there on one of these like pool chairs watching on Instagram live him finish the race. And it was intense because as it was his last race, he wanted to actually push it and really try to like go fast. And, uh, at one point he was stumbling and collapsed on the run, which is the last event. And I was legitimately nervous because I'm like, dude, what if he twists his ankle a mile from the finish line? Can you imagine? Like, what if, what if he breaks his ankle? Like, what if something happens? I'm like, bro, you got to finish this thing, man. I'm like so invested. And, uh, he runs into the BYU stadium. Tons of people are there. His wife and his girls are there at the finish line. I mean, it's waterworks. I'm emotional, like just so proud of this guy. I'm like, this is unbelievable. And I'm watching it with my son crew and he's pumped. We're both pumped. And then they call his race number. And I'm like, crew, you better freaking throw down in that pool, bro. Iron crew. That's who you are. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He came in first place. No lie. First race ever. He killed it. And we were both riding the high of that emotion. So part of what I want to say is that there is a ripple effect of people that come to understand what their unique purpose is, what talents, gifts, and abilities they have been blessed with and that they have developed. There's a ripple effect that's felt by many people, potentially billions of people, just from one person doing what they were put on this earth to do, chasing the realization of their potential. I mean, really like James Lawrence doesn't know me. He has no way of knowing unless he hears this or we talk about it. He has no way of knowing that my life was actually affected by him doing what he did. And so the question is, are there ripple effects? Will there be ripple effects that you don't even know about that you can't even conceive of that come from you doing what you were put on earth to do? And that's kind of a loaded, it's a loaded phrase, you know, put on this earth to do. 
but I'm talking about the unique things you're capable of doing. Um, talents, gifts, and abilities. I've said this a lot. I think that one of the clues, if, if you don't know what is my unique ability, my area of genius, my thing that I could do to create ripple effects of good for the world, leave a legacy for my kids, right? There's a lot of things. What is it? I would say, look to your interests, your intellectual curiosities. That seems to be a great clue that God has given us. Okay. What are you really interested in? Follow that trail and see where it leads you. So here are some of the ways that the Conquer 100 blessed me. And then I'm going to tell you about this tool. Okay. I drew actual increased energy into my day because of the ripple effects that came from James Lawrence and his greatness. So you could say I was inspired. Okay. And I had the thoughts, you know, if James is out there playing full out with his life mission, I can too. So I'm encouraged. I'm inspired. I'm encouraged. Okay. Then I had the thought, you know, James is doing this with his family. Okay. His kids are awesome. They're along for the journey. And, uh, that is awesome. So I'm like, I want to play full out and I want to do it with my kids. I want to bring them along for the journey. So it's like, I'm taught by example. Um, then you got to know what he did the next day. This is just ridiculous. So everybody's done. All the hype is over. Everyone's just so excited. They're like, man, what's he going to do? Is he just going to go sleep for a month? And then he gets up the next morning and jumps in that pool for 101. Give me a break. And people don't know who he is. People still don't know who he is. He did 101. The guy is sick. I'm fired up about it. So here's the tool. Here's the, here's the thing I want to share with you. Okay. It's the idea that you can create for yourself a very intense, strict framework to follow similar to his, right? Where, so he says conquer 100 or with the first iteration, the 50, I mean, there's no room for misinterpretation of what his requirements are. Like you can't, when he puts that out there and puts his name on the line, his reputation on the line says, Hey, here's what I'm going to do. It's so precise and measurable. You can't fake that. You can't like, there's no question of like, Oh, the, but the quality he did it with, like, no, you either swam or you didn't, you either rode or you didn't, you either ran or you didn't. And so it's super measurable by him and by everyone else which is important in this little principle here. Um, so we call it the 90 day horizon and I'm doing this right now. And I have two groups actually that are, that are now doing it and uh, working on starting a third. It's simply this, here's the framework. Okay. You and two friends, two or three friends, you come together and say, Hey, look, over the course of 90 days, we can do just about anything as far as changing something about ourselves. We're plastic. We, we can absolutely adapt and change, rewrite habits, develop new habits, learn new skills. I mean, if you really, really wanted to, you could be fairly fluent in Russian in 90 days. Like that's just what your brain can do. It's incredible. Get excited about it. I'm excited about it. So 90 days, you declare your destination, which is where you want to be in 90 days. And you describe it as best you can. And it's different for different people in the group but you describe how will you be different in 90 days? What is it? So for some people it's in the realm of physicality, 
their health, they're trying to lose weight, or they're trying to improve their athletic performance. Um, for others, it was a specific, like a sales metric. Like one of the guys, it's like, hey, I'm going to do in, in 90 days, here's where I want to be. Um, one of the guys, he, he wants to make 250 grand in the next 90 days. So whatever your thing is, you, you declare it and you uh, put this on a shared Google Doc. This is what we did. Shared Google document. So everybody has it. Then you decide what your rules will be. So this is the equivalent of Iron Cowboy saying, okay, every day I have to do the swim and the run and the race, you know, the running and uh, swim, run, bike, and the distances that are appropriate for each. You decide what your rules are. So uh, for one of the guys in one of the groups, he, he has to do 100 push-ups every day. Every day for the 90 days. It's kind of intense. Um, especially when you got to factor in like, hey, life could throw things at you. Like you could get super sick. You could be traveling. Something could happen, but like, doesn't matter. If you put that down as the rule, that is the rule. And we'll talk about the pain points in a minute. So the key with the rules is clarity is king. It's got to be really clear. You know, for example, one of the guys was like, hey, I'm going to wake up by six o'clock every day. And I'm like, dude, when it's day 47 and we're like deep into this thing and we're not as hyped about it as we are now. And maybe, maybe your mind's starting to look for like little loopholes and things like this. Like, what does it mean to be up by six? Like you wake up at six, you're sitting there till 615. Like, how can you really measure it? So we just said, look, it's, it's ultra clear. Both feet on the floor, standing up before 600. Before it hits 600, both feet on the floor, standing up and you can't get back into your bed. That's it. That's very easy to track and measure. You know, you can't misunderstand that. Um, so decide what your rules are and uh, get feedback from the others in the group to make sure, hey, these rules are actually good rules. Um, good rules, meaning they're durable. Like they're going to hold up to the unknowns of life. You know, this week my wife's going to be having a baby. So I'm, I'm in the middle of this 90 day horizon. So it was important for me that like the things that I set up, make sure I can actually do them, even if crazy family circumstances happen. So be intelligent about the, the things you pick. Now, also make sure that they are well-informed uh, rules, meaning they actually are going to lead to this desired destination. Like if your goal was to drop to 10% body fat, but then the rules that you created for yourself weren't really in line with that, then that would be based on bad information. So do your best to you know make this highly accurate. Um, all right, so the next thing is you select your pain points. So this is where you actually come up with this. You have to, and it's important that you come up with it because then you have the ownership of it. You don't feel like anyone else is like oppressing you, but you tell the group, Hey, if I break the rules, here's what I owe you or here's what I have to do. So for one guy, one of the rules, if he breaks it, he has to wrap his truck in pink. And, uh, that's like a legit thing. And then for one of the guys, well, actually for most of the guys, it's money, it's simple. And no one wants to pay their buddies a bunch of money because they failed to do their rules. So, um, you know, for example, Venmo, everyone in the group, 150 bucks every single day that you don't do it with exactness. So that's an example. It's just enough that you really don't want to do that. You don't want to have to pay it. So even on a day where you're just not feeling it and it's 11 PM at night, like you're going to get it done. That's the idea, right? You're giving yourself, uh, like a form of leverage with that pain point. Uh, then another very important element is the daily check-in. So this is what keeps this thing alive, even when it is day 47, right? Everybody has to check in with the group text before midnight local time, wherever they're at, 
So before the clock strikes midnight, they have to check in and just give a report. Did they do their rules? And again, we want this to be sustainable and, and not take a ton of energy. So it's like just a emoji, right? Just like a green check mark, but letting everybody know. And then periodically have a call with everybody where you just check in and say, hey, does anybody need to make any amendments? And the thing with the amendments is, again, this is very highly structured for a reason. Um, because with low structure, then what's different about this than just saying, oh, I'm going to get better at eating or I'm going to get better at waking up or I'm going to get better at you know, publishing content, whatever it is. Okay, the structure is really important. So if anyone wants to uh, like have one of their rules amended, the group needs to all support it. So they have to vote for it. So if someone's like, hey, man, I just realized that um, rather than waking up at six, it's really more about how many hours I'm getting. I'm really trying to get at least seven hours. So I'm going to change it to seven hours, but can't wake up any later than seven, right? So whatever, whatever the rule is. And if everyone's like, yeah, okay, cool. Supported. It's done. You can update that on the Google doc, but it's important that you get that because um, again, I would want you, if you were in my group to call me out on getting creative on looking for loopholes just to make this thing easier. Because if you love me, then you're going to want to ensure that I make it to my 90 day destination, right? So that's called the 90 day horizon. That's what we're doing. And, uh, we've had some really cool success with it already. Um, really cool. And so, um, one of the guys that I work with, he is actually now doing the 90 day horizon with me, but he did it right after finishing the refiner's fire, which is another framework that I've used that I've talked about before. And, uh, he has lost 50 pounds since January 1st and he's, he's tall. He wasn't like huge. He's just really tall. So from 250 down to 200, um, and he's just been super, super orthodox with following these rules inside of these frameworks. And it's amazing what they can do. So there's really nowhere you cannot take yourself in 90 days, but you got to arm yourself with intense accountability, um, pain points, and uh, the right structure and the right clarity and you can do it. You can get there. So I'm just a big fan of these frameworks. And uh, again, Iron Cowboy. Now do you see it? This is the shirt. What a beast. But what can you do that is your version of what Iron Cowboy did? And he did this in iterations, by the way. So the first record that he held was the, the, the most half Ironmans in a year, which was, I think was 22. So he didn't go straight to doing 50 full distance Ironmans in 50 states, right? Just start somewhere. Might be run one mile. But the point is, we have way more inside of us than we even have a concept of. And that's tr it's, it's very clear because you have the elite athletes and like endurance, you know, scientists of the world baffled by James Lawrence. They're like, what? He broke all the rules. This isn't a thing. Well, it is a thing. Obviously it's a thing, but his level of thinking, his level of belief and his level of faith and what he did and with his family. I mean, I'm truly deeply inspired. I'm grateful for him. I'm grateful for him. So that's my message for you today. Hope that you found some value here. If you did, please share this. Check us out on YouTube, Apple podcasts and Spotify so we can grow this thing. We got some really cool content in the works for you and it's an honor and privilege to talk to you. God bless you and everything that you're doing as you're striving to be the best that you can be and to operate at the highest level of performance possible. I'll talk to you soon.